Hi, I'm Abigail, and welcome to the second season of the Live Passionately podcast. This season is going to be all about new learning, learning that can broaden our horizons, maybe make us a little uncomfortable, and teach us how to embrace change as a constant. I hold tightly to the concept of being a lifelong learner, Throughout my education, leading one career, changing my mind, pursuing my passion, and applying to grad school. Every process, every conversation, every experience can be approached through learning. Throughout this season, I have set up interviews with some amazing people, ready to teach you about nutrition, life coaching, digital marketing, travel, and a million other different themes, exaggeration intended. I'm glad you were here to join us today, and I hope you take a little something with you from this episode. On today's episode of the podcast, it's a solo episode, and I kind of wanted to do something that I've heard and seen, but I've never thought about, and instead of journaling it, I was like, well, what if I turn it into a podcast episode? So here I am, solo podcast episode, doing a journaling activity out loud with you, not really prepared for it, and we're going to see how it goes. So this journaling activity that I saw, it was five favorite things. So just writing down five favorite things in your life and explaining why, why they're your five favorite things. I decided to turn it into a podcast episode because even though it's my five favorite things, whenever I listen or learn about the favorite things or the favorite activities or something that someone else does, Sometimes it burns a little ember inside of me and it gives me a spark of motivation to try it and see if it would work for me. And the first thing on my list is something that I have looked into, researched, tried different things, read up on different blogs, what other people do, and it helped me shape this first thing on my favorite things list. All right, so first on the list in my absolute favorite things in my life is my morning routine. And it's really interesting because I was just explaining to a couple of teenagers my morning routine. They were interested. I had like brought it up and they were like, oh, well, can you explain a little bit more about what you mean? Like, what's your morning routine? Because I just get up, eat breakfast and, you know, leave to go to school. And so I was explaining it to them how I get up an extra hour early and they just couldn't couldn't believe it, but also give them the benefit of the doubt. When I was a teenager, I did not have this morning routine set in place. I also woke up, ate breakfast, brushed my teeth, and left the house within like a 30-minute period. But over the years, I have looked into morning routines because I noticed that I was really struggling. I was either struggling to get out of bed or struggling to be motivated for anything, and I knew that a good start to the morning really helped you push through the day, regardless of what you had planned for the day, regardless if it was going to be a really shitty day. A good morning routine or a good morning will set you up for the day and will help you tackle even the most fucked up situations that come your way. So my morning routine is a combination of bloggers, influencers, entrepreneurs, and people. 
that I have asked, read about, looked into because, again, I really wanted to have something that was so powerful, something that would really help me start my day. Now, if you know me, and I explained this to my therapist the other day when I was talking to her about my morning routine, because she was like, a routine? Like, you're not a routined person. But I've explained it in other podcast episodes where I do kind of separate, you know, routine to structured. I am not a structured person. If I have to wake up at five one day, I'll wake up at five one day, but the next day I might wake up at seven. The next day I might wake up at six. And so my morning routine isn't a specific time, but just a specific list of things that I do. I read, I drink a cup of tea, I'll read fiction, nonfiction, watch videos. Right now I'm I'm reading a book that has a video series with it. And just reading, I love to read. And just reading and adding reading into my morning routine, holy shit sets me up for the day. It definitely sets me up for the day, even though sometimes the books that I'm reading are really messed up. Like I have bought books and have them have had them on my shelves for years. And if you are a bookworm, you know exactly what I'm talking about. I have bought books and they're sitting on my shelf and I said, screw it. I'm going to read a book a week. And that's that's what I do in the morning is I read a good hunk of that book every single day and I read a book a week. And even if the book I bought years ago and said, why did I buy this? Like, this is the most screwed up book I've ever read. There was still some learning involved. There was reflection. There was analysis. So it benefits me to read fiction and nonfiction in the morning to really start off that powerful day. And then I'll move my body, I'll wash my face, I'll eat breakfast, and then, you know, I'll do all the things that everyone else does. But having that extra hour in the morning, so magical. So that's the first thing on my five favorite things. The second, not very surprising, writing. But when I say writing, I don't just mean sitting down to write a book. Because if the only writing that I did was writing books, I don't think I would be happy. I don't think I would be happy because writing books also takes a lot of thought process in the editing. You know, you're you're looking for grammar, you're looking to make sure that it's structured right, that it sounds okay, that you're not writing the way that we talk because there are different grammar rules when it comes to speech and when it comes to text. So there's a lot of thinking involved and a lot of focus and concentration when it comes to writing a book and the editing process. So it's not just the book writing that's my favorite thing, but it's writing in general. I adore to journal. I journal in the morning. I journal throughout the day. I journal at night. Definitely with the take the lead journals, I have specific things that I journal about, but I also have just a random notebook. A random notebook that I bought one day that I was like, oh, this is cute. This has a cute cover. And I just write in it. I write what I'm thinking. Sometimes when I'm put in really anxious situations and I know ahead of time that I'm going to be anxious about, because let's face it, there are certain people or certain personalities that just trigger your anxiety. And I definitely have a few of those where I kind of have no choice, like in order to 
continue through. I'm not going to let my anxiety stop me because if I let my anxiety win every single time, it's not going to make me stronger. I'm not going to become a stronger person. I'm, I'm definitely not going to grow. It's just going to stunt my growth. But when I know that I'm going to be anxious in a situation because a certain person's going to be there or just the situation itself has a particular vibe that is just not for me, I will write in my journal all the things that I'm feeling ahead of time. And I've written four or five, six pages in a six minute period. Just write, 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 write. Sometimes there's no periods. There's definitely no punctuation whatsoever. And maybe capitals are, maybe they happen, maybe they don't. But I'm just writing because I'm not going to reread it after. It's to get all the thoughts out of my head. Because oftentimes what I'm triggered by or what I'm anxious from is what I make it out to be in my head, not the reality of it. And so when I write it out on paper, sure, I might be a little uncomfortable in this situation, but now I've kind of spit any lingering thought out in my journal and it really helps me live my life to the fullest because I'm not letting anything hold me back. I'm not letting lingering thoughts hold me back. So writing as an outlet for me is my favorite thing because it really helps me grow. And again, whether it's writing books, whether it's writing in my journal, whether it's just writing poetry, I have a a particular notebook that's just for poetry and I haven't written in it lately because I haven't been inspired to write poetry. But when I am inspired to write poetry, I'll write poetry and poetry is so amazingly emotional. I don't even know if those are words. Well, emotional is a word, but I don't know if amazingly is a word. That's just so emotional to write poetry. And when I'm feeling really inspired, I can come up with some really great stuff. And I'm not being conceited. I'm not saying that I'm like a wonderful poet. But when something really resonates with you and you're able to put it down on paper into a beautiful structure, it's beautiful, regardless of who's writing it. So writing is my second favorite thing. Don't laugh at me. On my five faves, my third favorite is sleep. (laughs) I love to sleep. I'll go to bed early. I'll wake up late. I mean late, relatively late. I absolutely love to sleep because I love to dream. And don't get me wrong. I've been asked, well, Abby, do you love to dream because it means you're escaping your reality? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. That is not why I love to dream. But I'm going to let you in on a little secret. All of my take the lead journals, all of my products, all of my articles, all of my books were a fucking dream. They were a dream before they were a reality. And I don't mean a dream when we say, oh, you're such a dreamer. Oh, or my dream is to have this company turn into this. I don't mean a dream like that. I mean a literal dream when I am sleeping Every single thing that you have purchased from me, every single product that you see me advertise has been a literal dream while sleeping. So yes, I love to sleep because I wake up and I feel rested. Other times I might not wake up rested because I've been working in my brain all night, but I also love to sleep because that is when I come up with my best ideas. And I have a theory behind why. And you might be listening 
and be an expert in this field and be like, that's incorrect. But I have a theory as to why, and I think it's because I'm at my most relaxed state. When I'm sleeping, I'm not stressed about the day. I'm not stressed about the next day. I'm not thinking about all the things that I have to do on my to-do list. I'm not thinking about whether or not I took my pill. I'm not thinking about anything other than what's actually happening in my subconscious. And I'm so relaxed. I'm at my most relaxed state that I'm able to come up with all of my ideas. So sleep is my favorite thing because without sleep, I wouldn't have dreams. And without my dreams, I wouldn't have been able to build what I have built thus far. Number four is outside. Oh my goodness, I adore the outside. And I adore the outdoors because it's fresh. And it doesn't matter what season. It doesn't matter what season I'm talking about. Anytime I go outside, I always feel fresh and awake and alive. When it's raining or in the middle of a snowstorm, it's not the most fun to be outside, but it doesn't take away that freshness. And I have read so many blogs, I have spoken with experts that talk about why the outdoors is so beneficial, and it really is. And you don't have to go hiking a mountain. You don't have to go cross-country skiing or snowshoeing or skiing or do anything that's exerting your body too much. You can go for a leisure walk in the woods or outside, and it changes your mood drastically. Oftentimes, especially in the winter, our houses are very cooped up because we keep the windows closed. And I notice when the air starts to become even more fresh outside and it's starting to warm up outside, when I come into the house, I'll notice that dingy smell. And it's not actually because my house smells bad, at least I really hope not. It's not actually because my house smells bad, but it's because now I've been outside in this fresh air, I'm walking into a place that doesn't seem as fresh. And if it's warm enough outside, then I'll open up all the windows and I'll bring that fresh air into the house because I adore it and it wakes me up and it motivates me and it inspires me. But getting outdoors is definitely on my five favorite things. And as I'm talking about this, I'm thinking, yep, no, I should get outside today because it's still early in the morning and I haven't really started my day. I decided to do my podcast early this morning. But yeah, I should get outside. Even though it's snowing in April, even though it's snowing, I should definitely get outside and go for a walk or just do something because getting outside takes away some of that seasonal depression. It takes away some of your anxiety. At least it does for me. And it's just so beautiful. It really makes my soul happy. The last thing on my list to finish up my five faves is food. I put food on my list because I love food. And I didn't put a particular food on my list because I'm not, I'm picky, but I'm not that picky. And one thing that I've learned when it comes to wellness and health and eating all the greens, fruits, vegetables, all plant-based things, which is what I really try and aim for during the day, what I've noticed is that if I don't love food, if I don't start to appreciate food, all food, 
sugary food, salty food, plant-based food, green food, if I don't appreciate and value what it brings, I'm less likely to eat all the foods that are good for me or not enjoy them. I remember when I first started a wellness journey, I had a misconception of what that meant and I was following all the wrong people and following all the wrong things. And I was eating food that I didn't like. I was prepping food that was really boring and didn't have flavor and I hated it. And I of course reverted back to the foods that not so much that I loved, but that were more addicting. The sugar, the salt, the oil, all those things. And that's when I really started to take a step back and say like, this doesn't work for me. Being very restrictive on what I'm supposed to eat is not my vibe because it, I end up having an unhealthy relationship with food and having an unhealthy relationship with food is not going to help me be healthy. So I started to appreciate all food and try new things and try new vegetables and make a vegetable medley of some sort. And once I started to appreciate value and love all food, I started eating more plant-based foods. I started eating all the fruits and vegetables that I love because I wasn't focused on how many fruits I needed or how many vegetables I needed or not eating this, that, and the other thing. I wasn't focused on that. I wasn't focused on a, on a restrictive diet. I was focused on eating foods that are good for me and just loving everything that I'm putting in my body. And it sounds ridiculous at this point, but I promise you it's not. Because if you don't love food, you're either going to hate eating the things that society says we should be eating or you're not even going to try. And by encompassing food as a whole, by saying I love all food, I love trying new foods, I, I just love fueling my body, I am more apt to try new things. And I am more apt to eat more vegetables and fruits and put them in different recipes and have fun with it because loving food is the key to having a wholesome and healthy approach. So there were my top five faves. I hope maybe you got inspired by one of them. Maybe you want to try one of them. Maybe it will help you in your personal growth journey. Whatever it may be, I wanted to share that with you because I thought it would be a fun episode. Plus, I learned a little bit about myself on the way, which is always so much fun. If you like this episode or any of the episodes in the podcast thus far, please take a screenshot, share it on your social media, tag us for us to see it rate, review, subscribe, all of that helps us get the word out there for our podcast and it's always appreciated. The Live Passionately podcast is an independent podcast hosted and produced by me, Abigail Dawn, with royalty-free music, A Good Life by Dark Fantasy Studios. I want to thank all of my listeners, subscribers, and followers. Remember to always live passionately. <laughs>